It's time to have lunch and talk sports. It's the Midday Sports Zone on Sports Radio 93.1. Happy Wednesday and welcome into the Midday Sports Zone. Russ Brown and Daniel Shirley with you here. we got two hours of sports talk and uh, a lot to get to on the rundown today. I have a feeling this is one of those shows that's not going to be any fun whatsoever. Uh, I'm sure everybody's heard the news now that arrest warrants have been issued uh, for Jalen Carter in uh, relation to the crash on January the 15th that killed Devin Willick and Chandler LaCroix. Uh, he's been charged with reckless driving, uh, racing, and uh, I'm surprised he hasn't been charged with leaving the scene of an accident. Um, so that broke about 30 minutes ago. It came out uh, the, the, as from the uh, investigation that athens Clark County Police Department was doing, and uh, Chandler LaCroix, blood, the blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit. Uh, so alcohol was involved in the crash. So that's that's what happened 30 minutes ago. What we were prepared to do this morning was come on the show and talk about the article that's in the AJC.com that paints a much worse picture, not for this single incident, but I think for the athens Clark County Police Department as a whole. Um, Alan Judd and Dylan Jackson did the article, uh, and the headline says, UGA star Jalen Carter present at scene of the crash. Um, and, and one of the... One of the, the, the things in the article that really stood out to me was, I mean, the AJC basically wrote that uh, the account that the police department gave that it was a single car crash, they knew on that night that was not the case. Uh, and I'll just read this paragraph. It says, Carter's presence at the moment of the crash previously unreported alters the narrative that the Athens police officials offered publicly from the beginning. It was, officials said, simply a single car accident caused by LaCroix driving too fast. And then the, the other thing about this that stuck out, uh, there's surveillance footage of three cars. Uh, Dumas Johnson's car was seen on the surveillance camera as well, remember. And we know that he was pulled over for reckless driving the day after the championship game on January the 10th. This would have been five days later. Um, and But then at the very bottom of the article, um, and I'll just read this, when Carter was stopped for speeding last September – an Athens police officer asked him a few questions. Police body camera footage shows, but the officer who criticized Carter for being reckless said he had also recently ticketed other Georgia football players for speeding. Quote, when you're around your teammates, the officer told Carter, just tell them to slow down. So this, uh, and, and then there was um, something was quote tweeted on Twitter from a Josh Pate tweet in April of 2022 where Kenny McIntosh was pulled over for reckless driving. So, and, and we said this uh, when the Dumas Johnson news came out, because it came out, what was it, last week or two weeks ago? It was last week. Yeah. That, that yeah. it was an incident that occurred before the fatal crash. Right. So, had nothing to do with this. So, right. So, right. the timing of it, you know, it just, it's compounding bad news on top of bad news on top of bad news ever since Georgia won the national championship. And I'm going to say the same thing today that I said then. Whatever's going on with the racing, the reckless driving, speeding, whatever these football players are doing, I hope that put an end to it. I, I, I hate that somebody had to lose their life, but I, hopefully that puts an end to it. Yeah, it, it's it. You would think so, right? You look. We all do things that we wish we hadn't done, and we all make mistakes. But at some point, you have to hope that there's a line in the sand where you go, "Well, I can't do that anymore. I shouldn't be doing this. This is this is awful. This is a mistake." And somebody dying. If that can't be the line in the sand, I don't know what can be. I mean, this it's this is not one incident like we've seen. 
but but those two people dying takes it to another level and it, you know it's 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 just awful yeah. it's just awful and you know it kind of kills the narrative that that we've heard for when, when Mark Rick was the coach right yeah well the Athens police department's out to get Georgia football I think this is this is exactly the opposite of that right they've let stuff slide and they've let stuff happen so I I it's just it's just terrible. There's no good way around it. There's no good yeah. way to kind of pitch it. There's no you can't make anything good out of this. No. Well, one again in, in the article on the AJC.com really dives into it. One minute after the crash, a caller to nine one one reported that another car was at the scene, some large SUV down there, and there's one guy out there looking. Is and then the operator asked if the SUV was in the ditch, and the caller said no. That one is in the middle of the road. So why did they tell us it was a one-car accident from the jump? I mean, that, there's some real tough questions that are going to be coming towards that police department now. Here's the thing. Either they messed up or they covered up. Yeah. And I don't know which one's worse. I think covering up's worse. Yeah. But if they messed yeah. up, they're incompetent. Yeah. Okay. But if they did it on purpose, I it, it's it's a really, really bad look. I mean, yeah. it's a bad look for everybody involved. The football program, the athletic department, the, the police department, all of it is not good. Yeah. There's no, there's nobody comes, you know, Jalen Carter doesn't look good in this. You know, I, it's, it's. Yeah. And the, the night of the awful. crash, they brought him back to the scene about an hour and a half later. And there were inconsistencies in his story then. Again, this is right. According to the article on the AJC.com. Um, and it's just it, it just it doesn't paint a pretty picture. Now th this happened, this incident happened about six weeks ago, and as far as we know, nothing has happened in the six weeks since. Uh, but as we talked about after the accident and the days after it, and and now, you know, at some point somebody's going to have to say something about it. Now the investigation is complete and it's going to be turned over to the the, the powers that be, but. Uh, you know, some, some questions need to be answered here uh, and, and not necessarily about what happened, but what, what is being done to prevent something like this from happening again? What changes in procedures, whether it's the police department or the athletic department or whoever, are, are being made to ensure that young people don't lose their lives? Right. This isn't about football. This isn't about his draft status because he was supposed to speak at the draft at the combine and now he's not. And uh, NFL spokesman spokesperson just said he's in medical testing. Nobody believes that. This isn't about that. Don't lie and cover stuff up. Yeah. Right. Don't cover up. I mean, yeah, that, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't expect him to. I, I mean, wouldn't these, expect this him to just speak. happened thirty right. minutes ago. I he, wouldn't expect him to speak. Right. Just right? say because of the news that happened thirty minutes ago, we're not going to speak right or now. Or just say he's not here. I mean, just say he's not going to speak. <laughs> you don't have to say anything else. We all know why. We, he's not we know speaking. why he's not. Yeah. You don't have to lie. Don't lie. Don't cover up. Don't lie. So. Um. Yeah, it's it's. This is just not good. And if this has been going on since at least April of last year, and who knows before that, and who knows? And look, here's the thing: if you're, who knows what else has happened? We don't know. What else are they letting happen in Athens with the football team? It's this is uh. I mean, that's, I don't know 
disdain on the program is no, I don't think I don't think it's no. that. But I mean, these are individuals doing this stuff, and but there has to be some responsibility. Somebody, somebody at the Athens Police Department's got to go if this stuff's been going on and allowed to go on. Somebody's got to lose their job. Somebody lost their life. Mainly, well, not mainly, at least in part because they've allowed this stuff to go on and these people think it was okay well, to do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I would say they've allowed it to go on, but it's been going on. I mean, that we would if, if I mean, there's been a, a re- not arrest, but I mean, there's been guys pulled over, cited, charged. So we, so we, that's how we know. Right. But that comment at the end of the article in the AJC when you're around your teammates, just tell them to slow down. And that was from September. Right. It's it's obviously it, it's an issue. If if that if he doesn't play football, does he? Hey, slow down. No, he's arrested. He's in jail. That's allowing it to go on. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is. Mm. I'd love to find out who that officer was because his butt would be fired, and he should be. And now maybe he's not the only one. Maybe it's a directive from the top. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's certainly not the way, I mean, you know, we're all excited about the combine and all this yeah. stuff and show and come on and then we got to start the show like this. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a bummer, man. It, it is. But, uh, you know, we'll see if there's going to be any comment now from – I don't know if it would be the university, the athletic department, well, Kirby the put police out a, department. Kirby just put out it. He said, charges today, announced today, are deeply concerning, especially as we are still struggling to cope with the de- devastating loss of two beloved members of our community. We will continue to cooperate fully with authorities while supporting these families and assessing what we can learn from this hor- horrible tragedy. That's it. And that's all he should say. That's it. I mean, that that's it. That's now, you can say somebody wrote that for him. I don't care. That's the perfect that's it. statement. I mean, that's it. That's exactly, that's that's it. That's, I mean, that's it. Perfect. I mean, He that's, didn't say that's anything, it. but he said everything. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's all you can say. You can't say, right, exactly. That's all you can say as, as you're cooperating. Because you don't, again, what steps are going to be taken to pr- – to try to prevent something like this from happening again. Right. Those answers aren't going to come overnight. And those that right, exactly. Those answers don't come today. You don't give them today. Those answers come in a month, yeah. right? 2 months, whatever. I don't care when. Those aren't those you don't you don't try to put those answers out there today. Yeah. No. Well, we'll uh, we'll take a break and come back. Uh, there is a football component to this. Uh, we'll get into that and then uh, open it up for some phone calls. That and more as we continue on the Midday Sports Zone right after this. Welcome back into the Midday Sports Zone. So the Jalen Carter side of this, and again, if the, the news this morning, he's been – our uh, arrest warrants are, are out for Jalen Carter um, on reckless driving and, and some other – and misdemeanor charges. So the uh, – Zach Klein just tweeted, morning media session at NFL Combine has concluded UGA's Jalen Carter never showed up and will not talk the rest of the week. Well, did you think he would? No. I, mean, I mean, there are so many reporters right now hanging around that podium. Like he was—he's not showing up, guys. Yeah, Use your brain. He's not going to talk. Common sense is dead. Yeah, he's not. I mean, this is a legal matter. What's the first thing a lawyer is going to tell you if you—if you have the need to hire a lawyer? Don't talk about the case. Don't talk. 
That's right. I mean, everybody yeah, should I, know that. I, you, you look, and I don't know. Is he going to do prison time or jail time? Or I, I but don't know. I, I don't know. It's, they're misdemeanor charges. Right, they're misdemeanor charges. He's not being accused of of causing their wreck. He's not being like we, we had a a discussion, and you know we were talking about the before the show. I was having a discussion with somebody, and they said. How is how is somebody died and they're only misdemeanor charges? He's not being accused of wrecking them. He was racing. Yeah. He doesn't he's not being implicated in their deaths. That's not what this is. He was racing. He you know, whatever the charges are, the charges I mean, he's being charged with reckless driving and racing. Those are misdemeanors. I'm I'm surprised he hasn't been charged with leaving the scene of an accident. Well, Right. Well, maybe he didn't. Maybe they told him to leave. We don't know from all this stuff. Well, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, and again, go read the article on yeah. the AJC. Um, but, it, you know, and, the, and then the question that, that everybody eventually gets around to is how is this going to affect his draft status? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I would, I would not feel very good about drafting this player um, if, if I was an NFL team. And we talk about it all the time. There's a talent to – crime ratio for lack of a better term and he's a very talented player um somebody's going to take that chance but you know i just as 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 like as far as the falcons are concerned and being a falcons fan i would not feel comfortable with that at all did you ever watch how i met your mother yeah remember barney stinson had the the crazy hot scale yeah and if she's this hot she can be this crazy yeah well that's what this is it's how talented are you and then what are your off-the-field right. issues? And I want to be very clear when, when I'm saying this. I'm not saying this because that's the way it should be. I'm saying it because that's the way it we is. We live in reality. Yeah. Right. We're not we're not saying this is what it should be. Because what it should be is two people, two young people shouldn't be dead. Right? That's what – none of the other stuff matters. His draft status, what it does to the football program, all that stuff, none of it matters compared to two young people losing their lives. What are his charges? Doesn't matter. Two, two young people lost their lives. Well, there was alcohol involved. Doesn't matter. I don't care. And, and you know, I know we love to look for people to blame and look for reasons to blame. That's what we do. Believe me, I do it too. None of that matters. If two, if two people at their age lost their lives. Their parents don't care. Their families don't care. It doesn't make them out to be bad people that they were racing. They made a mistake. But I mean that should be the focus. None of the none of the other stuff matters to me. Where he's going to be drafted, he'll be drafted. Somebody will take a chance on him. And, and and at some point, he'll have to meet with the media and, and he'll have all the talking points. That's what we do in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But two people died. I mean, that should be the focus, yeah. for me anyway. Yeah. Well, and, you know, again, I'll be curious. I mean, I don't know if, if anybody associated with any NFL team, a scouting department, would have a comment on how this affects his draft, stat, draft status, especially, I mean, we're into the combine now. So they want to, I mean, this is, you don't want any leaks or anything getting out. So nobody's, it's not really going to be talked about. It's just something that we're going to have to experience in April. 
and this is one of those things that it's unfortunate because it, it, I'm not saying it's going to go away, but there's he's not going to speak to the media. Teams aren't going to speak about him, and then we'll get to the draft, and that's and that's where the talk is going to be. And the other thing too. And you have to go back to what Todd McShay said now when he said he had heard that there were character issues. And I wish he had never said that because he wasn't really able to elaborate on it. But now it brings that back up. Well, here's the thing. Is is speeding and racing a character issue? I don't I don't think it is. To me, a character issue is, you know, serious stuff. Right. I mean, we've all sped. Yeah. I'm sure Todd McShay has sped. Sure. Sure. Right? Like I've got a friend of mine who's like, if you break the law, you break the law, you gotta pay the price. There's a different there are levels of breaking the law. I would agree with that. Yes. Right? I mean, it can't just be throw lock them in the lock them in jail and throw away the key if you break one law. I mean, if you drive if you're in a 45 and you drive 46, you're breaking the law. And I, I mean, I, one of my best friends is like, "No, you're going." <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to live in that like No. There is some gray area, right? Yeah. So, but I don't think speeding is breaking the law. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think speeding is character issues. I would agree with that. To me, character issue is, you know, you're a bad person, right? I've, I mean, I sped come, coming here today. Does that make me a bad person? No. Right. No. I, and, and, and obviously, this you got to remember, too, the, the accident and leaving the scene would have happened after Todd McShay said that. Because it was before the championship game when he said it, right? So right, I, this happened after that, right? But again, it, it brings that back to light because because of this now, and it's um, it's, it it sucks, man. The the whole it just the, the for this program, I mean, it's just been bad news after bad news after bad news ever since they won the championship. You had the crash. Then you know Stetson Bennett, which is kind of separate because he's he's not necessarily on the team anymore, and he's in Dallas preparing for the draft. Um, then the Dumas Johnson news came out, and now this. Well, and we talked about this yes was it yesterday or Monday that we said everything that has come out since then has been bad, like you just said. It's bad. It. I mean, the the, the Stetson Bennett stuff at the parade. I mean, the parade got overshadowed by Stetson Bennett looking at his phone. Yeah, which I and I thought that was it's silly. silly, but it's still. I, I thought right, I thought people took that too far. I do too. I, I, I wouldn't want to put that in the same. I group do too. As, but yeah. you, no, no, no. I know that. But I'm saying we could. They couldn't even have the parade without having people have something to complain about. Oh, Stetson came up and called out the fans. Who cares? <laughs> right, and then but then it's gotten worse. This is the worst. I mean, you know, obviously, people, two people dying is the worst. But it, here we are, six weeks later. We're st- it's still out there. Yeah, and it's going to be out there. And I it's mean, not now, going anywhere. I mean, now, now, now it's going to be a part of the draft because this is a guy that could go number one overall, well, or at least before we got the news today. I, I don't think he will now. Right. Well, and Russ, I mean, when they have practice, what do you think the first question Kirby's going to have to answer at spring practice? I mean, it's not going to be about the quarterback situation now. Which is what it should be, but... It, it's going to be about this. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's a shame, man. It, it is It is absolutely a shame. Um, let's, let's go ahead and take a break as we do. We'll open up the phone lines, 478-646-ESPN. You can talk about this or anything else in the world of sports, whatever is on your mind. Where we, uh, We'll look back at what happened on the hardwood and the diamond last night. And uh, Quinn Schneider made his debut as the Atlanta Hawks 
head coach, so we'll get into that and plenty more as we continue on the Midday Sports Zone right after this. Welcome back into the Midday Sports Zone. Russ Brown, Daniel Shirley back with you here. Phone lines are open at 478-646-ESPN. So uh, Quinn Schneider made his debut as the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks last night. And, uh, you know, it was not that there was a lot that could be done in a short period of time to sort of change up what the Hawks are. And, you know, looking at the box score, the rotations were pretty much the same. Um, you know, no, no big glaring difference in the way that this team plays uh, last night. So, but, I, but again, I mean, he just got the job three days ago. So there, what, what can he really do? Well, yeah. Other than, you know, call timeouts and you know, motivate in the huddle. Right. I don't think he's going to change who they are in two days. Right. I mean, I'm sure he had been at practice and you know, been around the team, but he can't change. He can't start running a whole new system in two days. Um, that's not going to work. I don't know that he starts running a whole system the rest of this year. Right? I think he's just there, kind of there to kind of guide the ship and and keep them from running into the ditch. And then, obviously, in the fourth quarter last night, they kind of ran into the ditch again. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a – I don't think there's any way they don't make the play in, but you can't lose that game last night the way they lost. Yeah. I, I, at home – to a team you're kind of fighting with for yeah. position. Yeah, Trey was one for eight in the fourth quarter. Uh, had some errant turnovers. Um, Did it, you like the first? The, look, the second shot off the rebound at the end. I mean that the the clock's going down. You got to take that shot. Mm-hmm. The first shot is a terrible shot. You get the ball with eight seconds left. You throw it into him. He takes a step back and shoots the logo three. I mean, you don't even run anything. That's Trey Young. I, and, and 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 Quinn Schneider said after the game, I don't think he was talking about that play in particular, but he said, "I'm still getting to know them." I, I think that was pretty obvious tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a bad shot. I'm I mean, sorry. we got to quit the logo threes, right? Yeah, I it think was so. cute when you were a rookie and all that, but especially in crucial situations. I mean, this isn't a Globetrotters game, right? Look, that's a shot you can get at any time. You can get that at any time. Now, if he makes it, you go, oh, he made it. What a great shot. I, I just I, – I hate it. I hate that shot. I hate that look. I hate the set. Whatever you want to call it, I hate it. And it didn't work. And you can't say it's a good shot. It didn't go in, right? I mean, it's so – yeah. It, but, you know, Russ, to me, again, and this is what we've kind of questioned about Trey the last couple of months. Are you about winning or are you about highlights? Because if you make that shot, it's a highlight shot. No doubt. But is that a winning shot? And I don't think it is. Yeah. A 30-footer? If I mean, probably more than that. Yeah. Well, and, and then, you know, there was the foul right before the half when um, Wright was going for just a – it was just throwing up a desperation shot. You know, you just chunk it down to the other end. Trey fouled him. Yeah. So I think there's a couple of things that and, and Quinn Schneider can talk to Trey Young about, and we'll see how he responds. You right. know, just just silly kind of immature stuff. And again, he's kind of in this. It's it's he's at a stage where it's time to turn the corner away from doing those sorts of things. He's five years in the league, you're not so, a kid anymore. Well, and he's 25. Right. You know, that's the thing. It's, right. it's just 
Again, I I argue about winning. Uh, that's the and the answer should be yes. Well, what do I need to do to help us win? Don't foul that guy on the stupid foul. I mean, play, play smart. Play fundamental basketball. Make good decisions with the ball. You mentioned the turnovers. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. And there's no reason for it. He has he's a good ball handler. It's focus. It's it's details. And it's about winning. I mean, if you're about winning, you're a deep, detailed, focused player. And sometimes I don't think that's what he is. He's looking for the highlights. Yeah. I mean, and he's not like dunk highlights. I don't mean that. Right. But he's about the highlight and yeah. getting on Sports Center top ten, and you know, yeah, and and and, and ice tray and cooling himself and, well, off and or warming himself up when he's cold. <laughs> Well, and hopefully Quinn Schneider can help him marry that with a focus to winning. Exactly. You know, because 100%. because you don't you you want to keep some of that personality in the game. Right. No, I'm not saying because, he, I'm not saying he has to be you know hand the ball to the ref guy. I mean, I'm, sure. I'm not saying that. But you can do all that and still be focused on winning. Yeah. And you know, he talks. He says all the right things. I just want to win. I'm about winning. Okay. Well, let's see it. Because we haven't seen it the last, since, you know, what, 18 months ago that summer. Yeah. Well, the Hawks are now back to 500, 31-31, 13.5 out of first place, two back of seventh place Miami, three and a half back of the Nets. Uh, so, and like you said, I don't think they're in danger of not being in the play-in tournament. They have a three-game lead over Chicago. Uh, Chicago would be the 11th team. So, and there's two teams between them, Toronto and Washington. So, they're in, a, they're in pretty good shape as far as that is concerned. Uh, real quick on the college hardwood last night, Georgia Tech beat Syracuse pretty handily. Ooh, and how I, about the Jackets, man? I mean, they've, they've won four out of their last six in conference play now and a, a hot team going into the tournament. But that reality is going to set in even if you win on Tuesday when right. you get to Wednesday or Thursday, right? right. I mean, they're well, not. We were, we were all Jackets last night because they were well, playing they were Jim playing Bayham. Bayham. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. So. Every, <laughs> it's the neighborhood against you. I think we should all go out to Denny's and celebrate. I think <laughs> that's a pretty good idea. I think that's a great idea. But, no, I mean, okay, look, I mean, that was a great win last night. They played really well on the road and beat the brakes off of Syracuse. Does it change any of the other stuff? I mean, if they win if they win their last game coming up this weekend uh, in conference play, and then they go lose Tuesday in the first round of the ACC tournament, does any of this matter? I, I, I mean, it, it matters to win games. I'm yeah. not saying that. But in the grand scheme of where this program is, well, I saw a, a tweet from ESPN that, and they they're they're talking about different programs, and this was the wording that was used: that that program is trending towards having an opening, hot seat. Yeah, I mean they play they play Boston College on Saturday on the road. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know they like you said they've they've won they've won what'd you say four out of six? Yeah. They've won five out of eight. Or five out of seven. Uh, I mean, they, they've all, they're on a really good run here since that long losing streak. Mm-hmm. But last night was the first road game they've won in conference. Yeah. And the biggest change is Josh Pastner shortened his rotation, but it's like and, – and so you give him credit for that, but don't you also want to ask the question, what took so long? What took so long? And, Russ, I mean, they're five and 14 in the conference. No, that's – it's, it's – They are stuck in that – 
they're thirteenth. Yeah, they can't move up. They can't. They can't move back. Right. Well, and the question, and I look, and I don't, I don't know the answer to this question. It's not my decision to make. But if you're the athletic director, don't you have to sit there and th- think two things? Number one, is he doing enough down the stretch to show he's still the man for this job? But B, what happens if you bring him back and you're right in the same place 365 days later? Because it's still, like you said, five and fourteen is five and fourteen. Right. And but, and it's and it's it's not been good since they went to the NCAA tournament. And you're a new, you're a new AD. You've already had to. Do you? If you were the AD, right? You're the new AD, not Jay Bat, but Russ Brown. You've already had to fire the football coach, or you've already had to hire a football coach. You didn't fire the football coach. Does that impact this decision at all? Where you go, boy, do I really want to change both of those coaches in the same year? Or do you say I need to tear the bandaid off? I've seen enough of this. He's been here seven years. It's gotten worse. I I would be in the latter group. I would say seven years is enough to kind of know what we know what he is. And I love the guy. I don't want this to happen. Which would which group would you be in? Would you give him another year? Ooh, I, because you just fired the football or just had to hire a football coach? Yeah, I I don't I mean I don't think you can I, I think I don't think one should have anything to do I with agree. the other. Agreed. I, I mean, 100%. I just think you get yourself into some real trouble because because you got to worry about the basketball program, right? Like the and I, you know, the, and here's the thing about Passner that, that that I have a hard time. If he was in year three or four, right? Yes, this is year seven. Seven, right? If this was, if this was what Jeff Collins was, right? Three years in, four years in, I would say give him some more time. Sure. And you're right about football can't impact this. That's a terrible way to look at this. But I would still say three or four years in, we got to give him some time. But seven? I don't think seven. I think I just I think you're gonna have to make a change. I mean, they're 13th in the ACC, and I. Do we think next year they're all of a sudden gonna be fifth in the ACC? I don't. No way. No, no. I think I think I think you definitely. Have to make a move, um, and I hate that. I hate. That. I, I, I thought. I mean, and I obviously was dead wrong, but I just thought Passer was a home run hire. And, I thought and, it was a great hire, uh, and, yeah. and and exactly what they needed. And obviously, that hasn't been the case. Georgia lost last night, seventy-seven sixty-seven to Florida. They're now sixteen and fourteen on the year, six and eleven in the SEC, and just trying to play out the stretch for seeding for the conference tournament next week. Let's get to a phone call here before we go to break. 478-646-ESPN. Brian is in Winter Robins. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Hope you all are well today. Mm-hmm. Um, tell you, sad, sad day for Georgia fans. You know, I, I kind of feel bad for Jalen Carter, but then again, you know, I kind of don't because it was a very, very preventable mistake. Yeah. But, and and uh, the timing of it, too, is just that's not good. Not good either. But, uh, but anyway, my question is, um, with the Falcons, New York Giants released Kenny Galladay. Do you take a flyer out on him? Who's that, Kenny Galladay? Yeah, the receiver from the Giants. Yeah, the receiver. Um, um, is, he, is he a speedster? They need a speedster. They need some speed. If, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, if he's got – I mean, he's a big guy at 6'4". Um, you know, I don't know what his, his 40 time is. But, no, I mean, as far as a big target – They've got a couple of those. They really needed speedster. So if this guy runs like a four three or four four, yeah, 
I'm interested. If not, then I think I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was just curious. I I think he's got a little age on him, so I don't know. Yeah, how he's 29. Him, but, uh, yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, I appreciate the call, guys. Hey, thank you, Brian. Thanks, bud. Thanks for checking appreciate in. Appreciate it. I mean, I, I, if again, the Falcons, because there's been talk of them drafting a wide receiver in the third or fourth round. Yeah, they need somebody to stretch the field. Right. Well, I, and you know, Josh Kendall had Tyler Scott from Cincinnati. Yeah. He's a, he could fly. Yeah. I mean, he is an absolute burner. So, um, you know, we'll see. You know, obviously, the draft is a lot of luck, too. Because that team in front of you can't take that guy that you want. <laughs> for You know, once you get into those deeper rounds of the draft. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But I would think they would add a receiver in this draft, don't you think? I mean, it, it's some kind of a or, smaller, smaller kind of a slot kind yeah, of a guy, speed guy. Or free agency. Or free agency. Right, yeah. exactly. Can't, but we can't forget about free agency. They can do that this year. That's right. <laughs> it's been, it's well, been a while. That's why we keep forgetting about it because <laughs> right. they haven't been able to do it for two years. <laughs> and let, Except at the end, like scraping stuff off of the heat. Right, know? right. Picking the leftovers. Hitting the yard sales at 1 p.m. All right, we'll take a break. 478-646-ESPN is the number. Back with more right after this. Welcome back into the Midday Sports Zone. Russ Brown and Daniel Shirley with you here. So, college baseball. Did you see any of the Georgia Tech game yesterday? I did not. Uh, they, well, they, they hit like eight home runs or something. It's like, <laughs> my God, call off the jam. It was um, – I mean, this team, man. Uh, I I don't know what to make of them. They they <laughs> they run ruled Long Island, uh, and there was a drop time in the game too. I guess because the Sharks had to catch a flight back to New York. Um, but they ten run they run ruled them twenty three to eleven in seven innings. Twenty three to eleven. Listen to these scores. I mean, this this team is. I mean, I, if you like offense, they're fun to watch. But there's no way they're going to have any postseason success. Yet they're undefeated. Listen to this: fifteen to twelve, that was five to four. Hey, there's a normal one. Sixteen to eight, eight to six, twelve to three, ten to four, eleven to seven, and twenty-three to eleven. Their their offense is clicking, man. <laughs> their pitching staff is you not. You know, we always we always hear it in spring training. Oh, the pitchers are ahead of the batters. Well, not Tex. Tex batters are right where they need to be. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's. <laughs> It's, Listen to this. There, there's something else. Uh, 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 my, one of my buddies, uh, Colin Lacey, was on the call. So, <laughs> I sent him a text. I said, I hope you brought his sleeping bag. This was the first inning and a half. Listen to this now. 32 plate appearances, five pitchers used. Wow. That's, uh, it's just that absolutely p- that nuts. That pitch clock ain't going to speed that game up. <laughs> no. No, it's not. Uh, the Yellow Jackets will take on Kennesaw State. This afternoon in Atlanta, well, obviously it's in Atlanta, it's Georgia Tech and Kennesaw State, but at Georgia Tech, uh, they're the home team uh, in that contest this afternoon. So, uh, and then in the Georgia game, not nearly as, as crazy with with the offense uh, as the Bulldogs beat Presbyterian eleven to six, but by about the fifth or sixth inning, they had hit five home runs. Yeah, it's crazy. And the wind must have been blowing out both parks yesterday. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. You know, good good start. Uh, obviously, a great start for Tech. Good start for Georgia. Um, and you know, it's it's a love this time of year because, like we talked about it yesterday, you go home there's baseball. Yeah, no, it was it was great. great. I, I got home last night and fired up the uh, Georgia Southern Mercer game. 
as uh, Georgia Southern shut out the Bears 11 to nothing, uh, jumped on some errors early and never really looked back. Obviously, a good night on the mound in the midweek for the Eagles as they get the shutout. And for uh, Coach Hennon, his 800th win at Georgia Southern last night. How about night. that? How about that? And he's just he's such a just a great guy, too. You know, yep. really happy for him and all the success that he's had. And just a testament to the consistent uh, winning that Georgia Southern has had since Rodney Hennon's been the baseball coach. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's great. He does a great job. Um, big fan of him, you know. And, and like you said, you you want good people to do well, right? You want people who you like to do well and who treat you well. We talked about that with Josh. I like Josh Passner. Uh, he's always been good to me. Mm-hmm. He's been great coming on our show. I think he's a good person. Rodney's a great guy. I mean, just an absolute great guy uh, to deal with. So uh, you want to see him do well. And, and uh, you know, 800 games, that says everything. Yeah. Right? You don't win 800 games by accident. No. No, you don't. Uh, the Eagles will be down in Orlando this weekend for three against Central Florida and then two in the midweek against Georgia. Uh, first on Tuesday at the ballpark there in North Augusta. And then the uh, blew out at home on Wednesday night back in Statesboro. So that's what's going on in college baseball. And um, yeah, yeah, I tell you, one of the big mistakes, I'm, I'm not, I promise you, they're not paying me to say this. This is just personal experience. We're all sports fans. I want to I let you know cool things about sports. So I would, ne- I, I was one of those that I wasn't going to pay an extra $5 for ESPN Plus because I already have ESPN on my cable. I'm not giving them any more money. That was my stance, right? Right. Well, then it got packaged in because I have Hulu Live. So now I just get it as part of my Hulu subscription. Yeah. If you're a college sports fan, my goodness. I, I mean, a, a caller on, the after, on Bill's show yesterday afternoon, Rambo was asking about, like, where, you know, about broadcasts for gymnastics and all the other sports, you know, and was wondering about access. Man, ESPN Plus has everything. Everything. I mean, look, I, I, you know, I watch a lot of Clemson stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watch most of it on ESPN Plus or watch ESPN. I mean, some of it's not ESPN Plus, it's on Watch ESPN, which is ESPN's the next level up, right? Or ESPN Pluses. But it's all there. It's all there. The only thing that's not there is the stuff that they put on Bally. You know, and then you get blacked out because we live in this market, but you, if you have Bally, you can watch it. But, it, it, you know, uh, basketball, baseball, softball, um, any of that stuff, soccer, lacrosse, I mean, it's all on ESPN+. Hockey. Hockey. Uh, yeah. And then, and I mean, they have other pro sports too. That I, like soccer, they have a lot of soccer. I don't. They do have a lot of soccer. I don't even know right. what league half those teams are in. But yeah, it's it's a it's a great it's a great thing. And if you specifically for college athletics, because you know football is going to be you have access to football, but baseball, right. soccer, all that stuff. Daniel just mentioned. Well, and that's that's why I was so excited about the ACC network when it launched because of that. Not the football. I mean, I'm we'll be able to figure out how to watch Clemson football games. But how was I going to watch all the basketball games and the baseball and 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 all these other sports? Because and that's how you do it. It's it's so good, man. It's so good. I mean, I watched I watched baseball last night. I watched basketball, and then I watched some other baseball. <laughs> I mean, it, there was a lot going on. It's, sometimes it's a little too much to go on. You know, there's too much going on. 
to keep up with all of it. It's a lot to keep up it with. Is, yeah. it, it really is, especially once you roll around back to the weekends because we're, st- we're still in the middle of basketball season. Like, it's just starting to get good. Right. Um, right. I mean, and if you, you know, if you have, like, the five uh, CW channels in the country, you can watch Live Golf. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, but you got to – I mean, apparently – there's there's multiple tiers to this because I did see over the weekend like a lot of the major markets didn't even put it on the CW. No, I don't know what. what I, well, it got outdrew by like America's Funniest Animals. Well, that's a good show. Have you ever watched? I it? have not, but it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> I think it's going to be Leave Golf before too long. It ain't going to be Live much. Yeah, longer. I don't, I don't, I don't think this. Two hundred and eighty thousand people is what they averaged. Uh. Now, and we can go through what outdrew that. It was like gymnastics. The wild animals. There was all kinds of stuff that outdrew live golf. This yeah, two eighty is a pretty low number. I mean, you say, and uh, people are talking about the Honda Classic, and there weren't a big, lot of big names, and and we talked about yeah. That. Their average was like one point eight million, <laughs> which ain't great. I mean, if you said, "Boy, we got one point eight million," I'm thinking, that's way down the list. Yeah, but you know, it's more than two hundred thousand. <laughs> There's more people watching the XFL. I can tell you that. That's yeah. That was another one that yeah. outdrew it. Because they're usually doing what about eight, nine hundred thousand, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it outdrew both days of live golf combined. Wow. I guess it's just not going to catch on. Well, I mean, it's only second year. It's their first year on TV. We'll see. They like got their nice little product. <laughs> and look, look, I mean, I don't, I don't watch it. I don't care to watch it. But I've, you know, I've moved on past that stuff. Here's what happened. Here's my big question: What happens two years from now if it does go under? Are this, where, right. do the, where do those guys go? Did the PGA take them back? I don't know. I don't think so. They told them they're not being, they're not being, they're not allowed back. Wow. Unless they, you know, there were some rumors. They're not going to let them back into Bushwood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there were some rumors last week that Brooks Kepka was kind of rethinking. Uh oh. Ugh. Guess you could go play in Europe or Japan. Yeah, you could. That's right. You can You go play in Europe. Yeah. He couldn't go play. I mean, he played in Europe before when he was young. Yeah. That was how he got, got his tour card. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Well, I, you know, give, hey, I, I give the PGA credit. I mean, they, they their their actions weren't necessarily what their words were. I mean, they were, you know, talking about speaking out against live this, that, and the other, but they sure loosened up those purse strings a little bit, didn't they? They found the money. They did. Yeah. They give them credit. They adjusted. They didn't put their heads in the sand. No, they did not. We'll take a break for the top of the hour. 478-646-ESPN. we got John on hold. Hang in there with us, John. We'll get to you. That and more as we continue right after this. It's time to have lunch and talk sports. It's the Midday Sports Zone on Sports Radio 93.1. Hour number two of the Midday Sports Zone. Russ Brown and Daniel Shirley back with you here. Phone lines open 478-646-ESPN. Really anywhere you want to go in the world of sports is fine with us. We'll get into some great spring training talk here in just a bit. First up, let's get back to the phones. John is in Warner Robins. Hey, John, how you doing? Good, boys. How are y'all? Good, um, man. Yeah. Uh, you guys know that this is not a good look for the University of Georgia's athletic program whatsoever, and the Athens Clark PD or whoever the hell it was. Yeah. I mean, Russ, it's. I mean, you've got to say that. I don't want to exaggerate here, but Kirby's past the point of making an example of somebody to prove his point. So you have to suffice to question his control of his own program and how much his players take his direction serious. Like you, you, you have to be able to do that at this point. Um, I think that 
more is going to come out from this. I think that there's somewhat of a cover-up going on here. I don't know what it is. Not being conspiracy theorists, but it is what it is. That the to find out this guy wasn't at the scene until uh, until later. I mean, give me a break. And it's it, this is not a good look for for Kirby, in my opinion. It's not a good look for for Athens County or Clark County, where the hell they call themselves up there. And then Russ, you're you're close to a football program. You know how this works. It's a simple catch and release. Cops catch these kids doing something. They call some some type of you know assistant coach, position coach, whoever, some student aide to come get him out of jail, swept under the rug, and move on with life, or is handled internally. You know how this works. It's gotten out of hand, plain and simple. All right, hey, John, I appreciate the phone call. I, I, I will say I'm not aware of any catch-and-release situation. Sounds like John's accusing uh, you of the guy coming to get players out of jail I, I, and covering all this I, stuff I, up. Tell I, us about that. I, if, <laughs> no, I'm if, kidding. If anything like that has occurred, I am unaware. Look, we all know of rumors of well, stuff like that going on on well, college campus. I mean, here's, I heard about that when I was in college. Right, right. And here's here's the thing that that, that about this – when you're talking about speeding and reckless driving, it's a, these are misdemeanor charges. I'm not trying to to say it's not that big of a deal. Obviously, it is a huge, huge deal. Um, but it just it, it it it's that question of at what point is it too much? And right. and and unfortunately, that answer came on January the 15th, and now they're left to deal with the fallout. I, I'm not going to say that Kirby Smart doesn't have control of his program. Um. But I do think he will be judged differently moving forward in how this is handled. Right. If they, well, what did we always – what was – I mean, what did Steve Spurrier say about Georgia? He loves playing them early in the year because there's always going to be some guys suspended. There's always going to be guys in trouble. Right. Right? And then, you know – And we, it hasn't been as bad right. since he took over until now. But does this – does this – hey, tell some of your teammates to slow down. Does that change your feeling about this? I mean, because you'd say, well, yeah, Kirby's cleaned that stuff up. Or is but is there a quote, are they letting guys get away with stuff? I don't know. I, 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 that's, a, that's a great, I mean, that's we don't know the answer to that question. And I think, I, I just, well, you wonder if the AJC is going to do a deeper dive into this beyond just this incident. I mean, because this is not a one incident thing. Yeah. Well, and again, I, if, if, if we talked about this at the outside of the program, there's an article on the AJ on AJC.com uh, that you know puts Jalen Carter at the scene of the accident and the there's a quote at the very end uh, from when Carter was pulled over in September uh, for reckless uh, for being reckless is what the officer said and there's body cam footage and the officer says to Jalen Carter when you're around your teammates just tell them to slow down and you know, Kenny McIntosh got pulled over for this back in April of last year there's been uh, numerous accounts of a Georgia football player being pulled over for reckless driving. Right. Um, it's, but it's, I, well, and John's right. It's not a good look. Uh, no. I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. This is, this is bad. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. way to spin this and Hey, it's no, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Um, you just wish that we hadn't gotten to that point, right. Of somebody losing their life. And that's, that's just a bad. That's the the worst part about all this. But John's right. There is no, I either again those cops on the scene were either incompetent, or they were nefarious, or they're up to something. And if they were covering this up, then you know, and saying that it was a one car wreck, 
and they knew it was a two-car wreck or another car was involved. Yeah. I think it's a two-car. Because I think you could say one-car wreck, it has – it. By definition, it is. There weren't two. There weren't two cars involved in the quote wreck. Right. But there was another car involved in what was going on. Right. And according to the article on the AJC.com, there were scuffs on Carter's vehicle from the power lines that had fallen. Wow. I mean, so that puts them so pretty close. So that car is to involved. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know if that constitutes being a part of the. I don't. I don't know the answer to those questions. Yeah. But, that's that's kind of. Getting in some legal ease there, for yeah. sure. Um, and then Kirby Smart, if you haven't heard, did put out a statement. The charges announced today are deeply concerning, especially as we are all still struggling to cope with the devastating loss of two beloved members of our community. We will continue to cooperate fully with the authorities while supporting these families and assessing what we can learn from this horrible tragedy. Um, and, you know, and, and unfortunately in these situations, sometimes we're left asking ourselves, where's the adult in the room? Well, there he is. I mean that's. Right. I mean there you. That's that's all you can say. That's all you can do is just cooperate, get to figure out how, what happened, why it happened, and just do everything you can to prevent something like this from happening in the future. But he also has to get in front of his players, and say this has got. To well, he may have already done. Well, that. he might have. Because remember, this, right. this is all stemming from stuff that was happening in January. Sure. That we're just now finding out about. But had been going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, it should have been, it should have been before that there should have been a come to Jesus meeting about this stuff. Maybe there was and they did and they wouldn't listen. I don't know. Right. Kids are kids. We're I not mean, in those walls. We're not in those rooms yeah. to know. I yeah. can't you, but this stuff has got to stop. I mean, I, <laughs> there can't be another one. There can't be another speeding ticket coming up for Georgia football anytime soon. I would hope not. Or you might have to make an example of somebody to knock this stuff off. I, I don't, I don't know. But, but again, we're not in the walls. Yeah, we're not in the room to know. I don't think you can lay this at Kirby's feet. I don't. I mean, it's his program, yes, but I don't think it's his fault. That's two different things. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is, that is, it is two different things. Um, just a awful tragedy, and man, it's this, it's just, this is going to get ugly. I mean, oh, I don't it, think. Yeah, is, I think this is just a. We're, this the. It's not the first of it because the first of it is when they died, but this is the, this is the another uh, kind of another, big step in it. Yeah, and there's more steps to come. Yeah, and as far as the football is concerned, I, there are conflicting reports. Jalen Carter was supposed supposed to speak as part of like a media day thing today at ten thirty. Obviously, he he did not make that appearance. Um, he's not going to speak uh, in, until this is resolved. But there are there are people saying, reporting, wondering maybe would be a better way to phrase it. Has he left Indianapolis already? And you know that 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 will definitely damage the the, the draft stock there. Um, but you got to wonder. Well, we'll see when he's arrested, right? Mm -hmm. What is next? Like, does he do any time? I don't think so. Not with two misdemeanors. Well, yeah. It's again, it's a misdemeanor. Right. It's not like I've seen people tweet in, in connection with. No. It's not in connection with. It's 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 reckless driving. It's he's not responsible or involved in any way in in the in the in the death of these two individuals. This, this is it's not that. Right. It, it's answering a charge of racing those individuals. Who drafts him? Right. Who who takes the chance now? 
um, that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a big the you know for him the next big step obviously after the you know whatever happens comes up legally you just it's just a it's just an absolute mess and I again it's Kirby's going to go to first practice and I would think those are going to be the first questions. I think we were probably going to get tired of talking about Carson Beck and the <laughs> quarterback situation, no, I'm looking but not forward now. To it. Yeah, no I won't, hell, we'll talk about that every day yeah. over this. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, we'll take a break. 478-646 ESPN. When we come back, we'll get into the Braves spring training talk as uh, they continue to get ready for the season down in sunny Florida. I love saying sunny Florida this time of year. Although, heck, it's sunny Georgia. It is sunny Georgia. Uh, the, the Bradford pears are blooming. <laughs> why, did, why did people plant those? They smell like fish. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever been around them. It, well, I, when, when I first moved to town, I lived in an apartment complex where they, they just planted a row of them. And it's, it's like a, it's, it, it just, they're, 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 they're stinky. They're smelly, smelly trees. And now in, in the place where we're staying at, I, I'm, I park under one. So it's like oh. I walk out to my car and it just it stinks. It, you know what I don't like the smell of is honeysuckle. Really? Yeah. Well, it's just my sinuses and stuff. It's oh, okay. Really, really strong. We used to eat those off the vine when we were kids. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My grandmother had like a honeysuckle area in her backyard. Garden, yeah. maybe? Well, no, I mean, it was just kind of wild. Oh, it they were wild. wild. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I did not go out there. <laughs> I tried to avoid being out there as much as possible because it just ate me alive, sinus, my sinus. Yeah, there's something that, that used to grow in my yard. I killed it. I don't know what it was, but it was like this, It was, and it bloomed later, like in June or July, right. and I had these little yellow flowers. And, I mean, I would walk outside, and, I mean, just tears would start pouring out of my head, and my eyes would turn, like, bright red. Like, I don't know what was in that. to it. Yeah. yeah it, it was not my, a we had a, She had a crab apple tree, too, and then she always told us, don't eat the crab apples. Oh, yeah. We used to throw those at each other. They're not good. They make you sick. Yeah. No, we used to have crab apple fights. <laughs> we'll take a break. 478-646-ESPN. Back with more right after this. 1215, Russ and Daniel back with you here. Midday Sports Zone. So uh, Ian Anderson made his first appearance of the spring yesterday, and it was not pretty. Uh, but let me ask you this. It's just in general, not necessarily about Ian Anderson. When somebody comes into spring training and they've tweaked their swing or they've got a new pitch, don't you almost expect them to struggle in the beginning? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't put any stock in what's going on in spring, spring training. Uh, you know, winning games or how a guy pitches or – you know, I, I, it just, to me, there's just, there's so many variables mm-hmm. um, that, you know, what, what are they working on? What are they trying to throw? What have they done to their swing? You know, all that stuff. I mean, there's just so much of that that you can't, I, the results don't matter, right? I don't think. No. It's, it's the process. It's, it, right, exactly. Especially at this time in the spring. Uh, and, and this was his first appearance, and he's working on a new slider. Uh, Ian Anderson gave up four runs and was taken out after recording an out in the second inning. Um, and, and look, and he, it, Ian, <laughs> after the game said it, it, it was not very good. Um, and he was disappointed in his performance. Um, 
So, and then I like I like this that he said, but I guess if you're going to get punched, you might as well get punched pretty hard and see how you come back. Right. Well, how does he pitch the next outing? Right. If he pitches like that the whole spring, well, then, yeah, then maybe we've got a problem. But, uh, you know, it's just it's, – it's his first outing in the spring. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And, and then on the flip side, you've got a young man named Dylan Dodd that is really starting to turn heads. And that's what spring is all about, right? There, there, somebody's going to disappoint. Somebody's going to emerge. Somebody's going to get hurt. You know that that that's just all a part of the the storyline that goes in with Major League Baseball. And I don't, I, I didn't really see a, a a lot of fans yesterday on social media freaking out about this. But if but if somebody was, I would just say, number one, it's the fifth starter. Uh, and number two, especially with the World Baseball Classic, there's a long way to go before the season starts. Right. There's no reason to be panicked. No, like you not. said, if it continues, that's a different story. But just one outing, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I wouldn't it. worry about it right now. I mean, he might be ticked off and like, what the heck? Good. And that's good. And, and, but I, if I'm a fan, I'm not, uh, I wouldn't put any stock into what happened yesterday at all. Yeah. You got uh, Jesse Chavez getting the start this afternoon for the Braves. And uh, McClanahan, Shane McClanahan on the mound for the Tampa Bay Rays. That game will start at 105 from Cool Today Park and will probably end somewhere around 335. <laughs> the game yesterday was a 10 to 7 spring training game and it was done in three hours. Well, I was doing a show yesterday with my friend Randy uh, Kennedy over in Mobile. And we got it done at the end of the segment. And his segments are longer than ours. They're like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And he goes, hey, all right, Daniel. In the time we did this segment, a, a, a spring training game finished. You know, started and finished. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it, they are moving quicker. I mean, obviously well, he's I, exaggerating. Sure. But they are moving quicker. And I know you can't get, it, it, it's not a timed sport, so you can't get too, um, picky about it but like yesterday when a 10 to 7 game takes three hours i'm gonna like pitch clock on that day a yes. lot right. but like the previous day when the game was over in two hours and 11 minutes like eh, i mean i know i sound like picky here but i like a good two and a half three hour baseball game well, i think we gotta wait and see what it is yeah right I, I don't think we can overreact just yet um we don't know exactly what this is going to look right. like. Right. And I don't want it to turn into the umpire saying, okay, hey, guys, the first three innings went by in, in 30 minutes, so we're going to add, you know, 10 seconds to the pitch clock. Right. I don't want that going no on doubt, either. No doubt. But, I, I mean, who was it yesterday that made the point? Maybe it is, you know, kind of like the two-minute warning. In the last two innings, you dial yeah, it back a little. Well, that, yeah, that's what Bill was saying. You know, maybe, maybe you, you know, you have the pitch clock for the first six innings, and then you, then you dial it back. I mean, maybe you still have it, but you give them 10 more seconds or something. Right to 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 make it as opposed to what is it now fifteen seconds maybe mm -hmm. give him twenty five seconds yeah or twenty seconds later in later in the game I don't yeah. know and I I don't know if Rod Manfred is going to speak anytime soon or be asked about it but I would love to hear his thoughts on uh, you know I like to make up words the tweakability of the pitch clock well you wonder is I mean are these set in stone I don't think they are I mean if 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 this time next year, if they see that it didn't work, I would imagine they'll be flexible. So, you know, that that's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how that plays out, what those are going to be. Because, I mean, it is a big change. I mean, this is a radical change to baseball, if you think about it. Baseball has never had a clock in 100-plus years of the game. Yeah, or, or any restrictions on where a player can line up defensively. Right. 
So it is a big time change yeah. to just the, the 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 fundamentals of the sport. Yeah, I, I, and like I said on on Monday, I I like the spirit of the rule changes. Is it going to work uh, over the weekend? Especially since I was listening on radio, the pitch clock did not bother me. Now, when I see a telecast and you see the clock, that does the visual of the clock bothers me. It's stark, yeah, there's um, no doubt. But the the timing and all that stuff, I, I wasn't bothered by much of anything over the weekend. And and like the final out of the game on Saturday, it's a spring training game. It's you know they're 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 going to make a point to say, hey, we're strictly enforcing this, and this was their opportunity to do that. You knew something like that was coming. You don't want to see anything like that in the regular season, obviously. But by Tuesday when the, when that game was over in 2 hours and 11 minutes, that and that's when I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not 100% hey, I like the pitch clock guy. Right. Um well, we got again, we're a week of games into it. Right? Not well, not even a full week. It, it will it will I really am going to try to hold off judgment until I see it in the regular season. What does it mean to the regular season games? Because spring training games, we know they're not the same. Um, so, but, but I like it if it's going to speed up the game a little bit. I like it. Yeah, I, and I, like I said on Monday, I did not realize because I've never paid attention to that stuff because I, I well, do. When you're I enjoy the Braves, baseball. You don't care, right? I don't. Right. I, I'm not. You know, I'm not thinking about what you know, routine the batter is going through before he steps back in the box. I'm not thinking about what the pitcher does when he's collecting his thoughts to throw the next pitch. I never paid attention to that stuff. But now that it's been sped up, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, there was a, a good, you know, 25 to 45 minutes of downtime in, in these games. I can right. I, I see why he felt like a change needed to be made. I just, was it too drastic? Well, and the thing about it is that was always part of the allure of baseball. Mm-hmm. Right? But it got too far. It went too far yeah. because there was no action when the pitches were thrown. Right. Well, the, the downtime between never bothered me. Yeah. But the the non-action when there's supposed to be action yeah. bothers me. Well, like for like, and this is uh, old man alert. So uh, you know, you got a game that starts at seven twenty, right? Baseball game. It goes two and a half hours. It'll be over at ten o'clock. Well, they the the average you know games are starting to push, but the average last year was three oh seven. Right. So there were a lot of games that went three fifteen, three thirty. Now you're pushing eleven o'clock, and I like to you know wait and hear the interviews with the coaches and the players after the game. So you know, so now you start pushing eleven thirty, eleven forty five. Right. So so during the week, I'm going to like the pitch clock a lot. You know what? I'm going to hate the pitch clock on Sunday afternoon where they throw the first pitch at one fifteen, and I don't care if the game's over until 6 o'clock. Exactly. Because that's what I'm doing on Sunday afternoon. Right. Just taking her easy and hanging out with – And hanging out with and the Braves. And listening to the Braves, that's yeah. Right. So, it's uh, it's 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 drastic. Give it a chance. Yeah, I, a I'm chance. trying to stay open-minded about it. And we'll see um, – again, I like the spirit of what they're trying to do. I understand what they're trying to do, and I hope that it works, and I hope that we – get a game that looks a lot more like the game that I grew up watching versus what it became in the 90s when, I mean, it's basically turned into a, a, a softball game where you're just right. trying to hit home runs. Home run derby. Yeah. Right. And and that can – and, hey, when the home runs come, it's a lot of fun, especially when your guys hit them. But the time it takes to get there, some it can it – can, Well, there's a reason why there's not 15,000 people or 30,000 people watching beer league softball. <clears throat> you know? I mean, come on. 
Because that's all it is, is home run. I don't know, man. Over the course of the weekend, <laughs> back in the Flag City days, they may have been pushing well, 30,000. Right. Down here at Central City Park. <laughs> Maybe not all at one game. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but over the course of the weekend, oh, man, whatever happened to that thing? That was a big deal. They used to put that on TV back oh, in the day. Yeah. Channel 13 broadcast it back Did in the really? day. Did it really? Oh, yeah. Not, I don't think they broadcast all of them, but yeah. That's crazy. That was a big deal, I man. I played in a league down there. Did when you we, really? When we first moved here, I played, I played with some – some guys like, guys don't really play softball anymore do they well, i mean i'm sure there's some who do but yeah i i like it was big when i was a kid yeah we well we played in intramurals when i was in college and i played yeah. in a couple of different leagues because like you get up to that level in the, in the recreation department where you know you're getting to be like 13 and 14 so then the softball guys start bringing their bags in as your game's winding up and you're like man the, the big boys are here i want to play good <laughs> you know i want to show them a little something all right we'll take a break four seven eight six four six espn is the number Wherever you want to go in the world of sports is fine with us, and we're back with more right after this. Twelve thirty, Russ and Daniel back with you on the midday sports zone. Phone lines open four seven eight six four six ESPN. Let's go to Kirkland in Macon. What's up, Kirkland? Hey, what's going on? How you doing today? Doing good. Good. What's up, bud? Hey, two. Th- I, I forgot to tell Chris about something. But two things, right quick. It didn't take that long. But I'm sad that they really sad. I know you guys kind of sad too. Probably with this news that came out now, man. It's it, wow, man. Todd well, Mache just got all kind of cliche now. And well, just stock. Oh, well, he's Todd McShay said that before this happened. So whatever he was alluding to, if he was alluding to anything, happened before this. Yeah, but it, it's just the fact that it happened, and it seems like in a way he's right though, and it saddens my heart. To see this and stuff. I mean, what I call you guys about, um, even though it's a misdemeanor type thing, even though somebody got killed, but it's still a misdemeanor in Georgia. I think what happened, they're still way through it. But um, would they draft his draft rights, a team of high, just to keep his draft rights, even though he's in a situation? Do they have the right to do that to draft I, his draft? Yeah, rights? I, yeah, Kirkland. I think he'll still get drafted. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to be the number one pick, or maybe not a top five. He'll probably drop, but. You know, we talked about this earlier, and, and look, I'm not saying that this is the right thing. I'm just this is just an observation. But in in the NFL, it just seems the 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 I guess the the, the strength of the punishment depends on the amount of talent, and the more talent you have, the less the punishment will be. And I, I and I don't even know what 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 is the appropriate punishment for something like this. I, you know, I have no I, idea. I you know, I don't. Because if you say, well, here's the punishment, well, that's what you're saying those lives are worth, right? That's why some people are going to take it. I some don't people, it right. But, but he's not, he, but he's not, he's not accused connected exactly. to, to having anything to do with their deaths. And like Kirkland said, it's a misdemeanor charge. Uh, but it, it's, it's just a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's sad, like Kirkland said, all the way around. Uh, and it's, it's a, this it, is tricky because there's some layers to this thing and, and the question, from an organizational standpoint, that you have to ask yourself is: is this the is this something that you want to deal with? You're not going to have to deal with it as directly as the Georgia football team has to deal with it, but it's going to follow your guy to to whatever city your team is in. Right. It, it's. I mean, there's a lot here. Um, I don't believe like wherever drafts him, I don't think there's going to be blowback from the community. You know, we see that sometimes. Oh, you're taking a chance of like not not the draft, but Deshaun Watson. Yeah. You know, went to Cleveland. Cleveland, I mean, that community yeah. was like, no, 
yeah. know about this, you know, and they went ahead and did it anyway. Right. Right. Well, and we said earlier, I don't feel like this is a character issue. No, I don't think so. I don't think there's going to be, like, if they, if whoever drafts him, I don't think there's going to be columnists in whatever that city is goes, oh, my God, how, why'd they draft him because of this? I don't think. Um, but, yeah, so it, it, he's going to get drafted. He will be playing in the NFL in the fall. It's not like he's going to prison, I don't believe. I mean, these are misdemeanor charges. Unless something else comes out, um... So I don't, and even if he did leave the scene of the crime, that's another charge. That's a mis, That's not a felony. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think it's somebody tweeted it's like a thousand dollar fine yeah. or something. And, and the thing, and the irony is, the thing that he's not charged with is the thing that I would have the most questions about. Why did you leave the scene? Yep. And he's not even charged with, as far as we know. I mean, at least in the release, they didn't mention anything. Anything else, Kirkland? Yeah, it's just it's that it's like really like the Brandon Miller situation where it's just the same mo. It's the same thing. You're the leader. You're supposed to be the point man to make these type of decisions. Because I don't know allegedly if he instigated the um, the race with the young lady or not. But what if he was the point man to instigate the race with the man? It's the same uh, thing all over again. Uh, it's, it comes down to character, really. Though I know they might not draft because of character because of talent on the field. But you, at some point, if you're a leader, you got to have character to move forward and be a true champion. I think. But hey, you guys have a good day. All right, Kirkland. Um, you know that's, yeah, that's it's, it, again. It's just a tricky situation, and um, I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say. Um, you know, it's it's not something we wanted to be talking about when we woke up today, but it's a it's a big deal. No, I mean, on a lot of levels. I yeah. mean, you know, you're going to hear about it on the national seen from a draft perspective because he is one of the top prospects. But, you know, here in this state, it, it, this impacts a very successful football program that's uh, having to answer a lot of questions right I mean, now. we really could have spent two hours talking about this and nothing I, else. I'd rather. I don't want to. Yeah. And well, we didn't, right? We yeah. we veered off when we've had when we could. But, I mean, this is a big enough story in our state. Like, if this happened in North Carolina – we would have mentioned it, but it wouldn't be a big well, deal for us because it's not here. Well, like, this is here. Yeah, Kirkland mentioned the Brandon Miller situation in Alabama, and we, you know, some guys called in and wanted to talk about it, and that's our format. Like when we say anywhere in the world of sports you want to go, we like we literally leave it up to you. But that's not anything I ever put on a rundown because, frankly, I don't like talking about it. Right. And, and it happened in Tuscaloosa. This is different. This is in our backyard, so it has to be dealt with and addressed. And um, and, and I'm just, I'm just. I, I'm in a state right now where I am more curious to see what's the fallout from this news going to be in the days moving forward. I mean, look, Jalen Carter's not going to talk. We know that. When does he leave Indianapolis to, to turn himself into police? You know, Kirby Smart did put out a statement already today, and, I, you know, and, and I'll, I, I hate to make this comparison, but I can say it's being handled a lot better than that Brandon Miller situation was being handled by the school. Um, yeah, Kirby didn't make it worse. Nate Oates made it worse. Yeah, twice. He, he really did. I mean, he twice. he really did. Uh, and like I said, I really don't want to get into that because it's not in our backyard, and we don't have to. Uh, but I just I, I'm I'm curious. I don't know what it's going to be, but the, 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 I think I think today's news creates more questions than existed before because obviously the account that we were giving. Uh, you know, in, in the hours after that crash was not an accurate account. And, and Daniel, I think you've had the, the, the real question of the day. Was it a mess up or a cover up? Uh, right. 
And neither one of them's good. Cover-up's well, worse. Yeah, well, cover-up's definitely worse. I mean, people make mistakes, and right. you try to be forgiving of that. Um, but if you're intentionally trying to, you know, protect this young man's draft status, uh, I think you made it worse. Yeah. Because now we have to deal with this during – in the middle of a combine – Whereas if this if had come this out had come six out, weeks ago, we would have we probably would have already processed it and moved on. Right, right. Um, but now, now it's now it's now it's yeah. out, and, and, that's, and he's and it's going to come out at the draft again. Yeah. And and when I say process it and move on, I'm talking about the Jalen Carter portion of this. I don't think you ever process and move on from the two lives that were lost. No, not at all. Um, but it's it's just a, a very tragic and unfortunate situation. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, we'll take a break. Uh, wrapping it up on this. Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Halfway to the weekend. Phone lines are open, 478-646-ESPN. Wherever you want to go in the world of sports is fine with us. And we're back with more of the Midday Sports Zone right after this. Welcome back into the Midday Sports Zone. Russ and Daniel wrapping it up here on this Wednesday afternoon. Back to the phones we go, 478-646-ESPN. Joe is in Warner Robins. What's up, Joe? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Doing well. How are you all? Good. It's good to hear from you. We're good. What's up, bud? I'm going to ask Daniel a a golfing question next, but I wanted to make a Jalen Carter remark. I think his draft status is is going to is going to plummet because he's damaged goods now. Yeah, he's he was there. He he may have caused it. Well, we don't know that, but I mean, he was he was there. He left. Um. Yeah. No. He's got some tough questions. He's going to have to answer ahead of him. That's for sure. He probably didn't have enough mouthwash at the scene of the wreck and had to get out of there. So, anyway, Daniel, I have a question for you. Okay. In golf, because I've been around a game of golf, uh, I don't even want to tell you, but it's like 55 years. Okay. Okay. When you come on, and if your ball lands in a divot that's filled with sand, okay, and you're in the middle of that sand, and I got to thinking about it, I've been watching golf pretty good this year. Why, why is that considered ground under repair? I don't know. I, I would think they probably might change that rule eventually, right? Because if you hit it, you know, at a certain place, you know, not out of bounds, but if you're over in a bad spot and you're laying on, you know, the cart path or something, you can move it, right? You can take a drop and not and not get a penalty. But if you hit it in the middle of a divot, in the middle of the fairway, you don't get that same step to 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 fix, help your lie. I don't know. I, I wonder if they will change that moving forward because they've made a lot of changes in golf uh, the last few years with the rules, and and I think a lot of them have helped. Uh, I think that is probably one that they should, you know, and and it, you know if it's wet, you can you know, sometimes they let them, you know, pick it up and replace those kinds of things. But it, but he divot in the middle of the fairway, you get penalized for. Right. I, I, I think you're right. I don't understand that for sure. All right. Well, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Listen to you soon. Awesome, bud. All right, Joe. Thanks. Have a good we'll day. We'll do it. Can I tell you a funny golf story? Sure. This this wasn't did not involve me. I heard this secondhand, but I'll never forget it because it was hilarious. And this I, I mean this is decades ago. So these two guys who were buddies, but like big rivals on the golf course or whatever. Right. They they. they had gotten into not an argument, but a disagreement about the enforcement of rules during a round. And one of them was playing with a brand new set of ping irons. 
And so they just decided, like they they just they to to squash the argument that no matter you play the ball where it lies, period. Like that's the agreement they came to. Right. Dude hits the shot, it, it lands on the cart path. And he's like, I can't hit the ball off the cart path. Surely you can let me get some relief. Nope, we made an agreement. Hit it where it lies. And so they argued about that for a few minutes. And the guy finally said, fine. And he grabs the club, hits the ball, knocks it up onto the green. It rolls maybe within a foot of the hole. And he goes, the other guy says, that was a hell of a shot. What did you use? And he said, your brand new five <laughs> iron. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, oh, but it, I laughed the first time I heard it. Good for him. That would, you know, that might have ended a friendship. Too. You <laughs> never know. I mean, I've never had nice enough clubs that I would have cared. <laughs> right. But, yeah, you could, wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. That, that That's just one of the stories from my childhood that I've, it just stuck with me because, I, I mean, that I just oh, fell over laughing the first time I heard it. Um, good stuff, man. Yeah. It turned into a golf show there for a few We minutes. did. We did. I, I used to know all the rules to golf. I don't because that was the one thing when I was learning to play golf. I had a really good teacher that said, "Get to know the rule book because the rules in golf help you. Like it's not it's not telling you what you can't do. It's telling you what you can do. Right. And 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 that was a really cool way of looking at it. So I really took the time to really try to try to learn all the rules. But uh, gosh, I haven't again. I haven't played golf in a long time. So I I haven't played probably 2010. Probably the last time I've played. To the point that I just gave Ben my clubs. I said, I don't care about playing. He wanted to pick it up and learn how to play. And I said, Take have my clubs and, and have at it. Have some fun with it. So um I miss playing. I miss having time to play. Um uh, I love watching it. I think we've made that that clear. Uh, I'll be watching this week. The Arnold Palmer invitational is this week down at Bay Hill. So always a great tournament. So I'll be watching that, but you know it's a it's it's a great sport to I watch just, for I, me anyway. Yeah, I I mean I'm starting to get a little excited about the Masters with everything being in bloom, you know, because it just it's a time of year that I look forward to, right? And it's, no doubt. and and the Masters too. I love watching. Well, the Masters. that week is Final Four Masters baseball. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great week. It is. I don't know that there's a better week in sports than that week. Yeah. Because it's really opening day has started, baseball's playing, Final Four, championship game Monday night, and then boom, it's the Masters. Yeah. Jim Nance still has the best job in play-by-play. -play. Oh, my God. He for, goes from the Final Four right to the Masters. For, for like six days. It's unreal. <laughs> um, but, I mean, look, there's better Saturdays, obviously, in football. We love college football. But as far as a week of stuff, I don't know how it gets better than that. Yeah, I don't so. either. Four seven eight six four six ESPN. Something happened. Did we get a final time? We'll talk about this on the uh, air. Let's okay. let's get to a phone call first, and then we'll address the elephant in the room. Four seven eight six four six ESPN. <laughs> well done. Thank you. I appreciate that. Brandon and Warner Robbins. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Um, first off, man, I, I I wish for better news for Georgia. Yeah. Uh, they've had a, a hard off season since since uh, the national championship, but. Uh, be ready for some of this to pass and kind of to get get resolved. But uh, two, if, if we're telling golf stories, I got a funny one. Me and my dad and a group of guys we go down to McCray every year play a, a little tournament, and um, can't remember what tee we were on, but there was a squirrel right in front of the tee box, and my dad hit that squirrel didn't move. In fact, it tipped over. My dad hit the squirrel with the golf ball and killed it. 
Oh, right there. <laughs> I think I that's that. got to be a two-shot penalty, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I know. I, I know that's where I was hoping for anything other than a worm burner at that moment. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, that's that- awful. Uh, I picked it up by the tail. We took a picture of it. And I was like, "What, man? He done killed a squirrel out here." <laughs> you know you're stuck at golf. Oh. My God, that's crazy. I've never heard of that before. Hey, Brandon, appreciate the phone call. Thanks, Brandon. I've heard of people. I mean, you've seen the video of gators on the golf course, oh, right? Oh, sure. And, and yeah. every time I hit into the high grass, you're always watching for snakes. Snakes, right. Um, but now, now killing a squirrel, I've never heard of that. I, I had a friend of mine throw his club, and it got stuck up in the tree. And, <laughs> and and every time we would play that course, we'd drive by that hole and look. <laughs> And yeah. it was still up there. your damn club stuck up I mean, the at what point do you just get a cheap club that you don't want and throw it up there to try to knock the other club well, down? Well, he tried that. I mean, we tried it every time we would come, oh, okay. you know, we would try to get it down. and We just, just never did. Uh, he threw it high. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was like an Olympic toss. I was really impressed with it. Oh, my gosh. I had another friend. We, you know, flipped the golf cart, you know, yeah. driving too fast um, and got hurt. Uh, like, like, tore his ankle up because the cart landed on his foot, so. All right. Had one, he couldn't he couldn't stop the cart and drove it into the marsh, you know, like because he was he was enjoying the round a little too much. Oh yes. <laughs> the, the DUI does that apply on the with a uh, golf cart? Uh, it should have that day. It should have that. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Be careful out there, especially in the heat. Um, all right. So should we should we talk about this at the end of the show? What, what, should. It, Sometimes, I'm okay with it. It, it doesn't I, bother me. It doesn't impact me at all. We like taking people behind the curtain. And there, there's someone that it, it was called the show recently that just had a uh, weird call. We made a promo out of it. It was something about elephants. Oh, really? I didn't know the promo happened. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got you. So, and this person has called before, and that just uh, don't make uh, for, for whatever reason, just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And it usually just kind of brings the show down. And I hate not to take somebody's call, but I mean, of, of all the people that call the show, this is the only person that's on this list. Well, and today and, we had to be careful. Well, right, and and so when when you you know you, you you tell the person, look, we're really no no thank you, you know, right. And then with this particular person would call back like ten, fifteen times, just over and over and over again. So finally, one day I looked at Chris and I said, just put him on hold. This dude today stayed on hold for an hour and twenty minutes. That was the record, right? Hour and twenty two minutes. That's the record. That's right? the record. That's the new record. If you call a radio show and are on hold that long, they don't want to talk to you. No. It's nothing personal. Not at all. Don't know. It's, I've never met him. It's, don't know. It's, 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 it's not that we don't like you. It's just I'm, that I want the show to be good. And, we have I, and, to- and, and, and I'm sure I screw it up from time to time. What? And, and, and sometimes we have topics that are just not great, but it is what it is. And, but I want to do everything I can. For the show to be good. And last summer when you were gone, he called and said something to me about the Mets and Lollipop. And it made no sense. And I have still don't know what it was about. So, And I think it was Steve Norris was here. He's like, we went to break. He's like, what the hell was that about? Right. And so I and don't want to discourage people from calling. No, but not at just, all. Dude. No, we want people to call. Thank and, you for listening. Right. I, we appreciate it. But goodness gracious. And Ken, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's listening. And I meant Ken from coming. I didn't mean Ken from making. I hope he's listening. I meant Ken from coming. It, it, oh. We had to block it. No, it wasn't Ken from coming. Oh, I hope he's listening. <laughs> no, I think I think I think our diehards know exactly who it is. Yeah. Because I, I used so. to wonder if he was inebriated, and then one day 
our buddy Kevin from Dublin asked. It, <laughs> or no, he didn't ask. ask. He didn't ask. He tweeted he, at me, damn, George is a party animal. That guy's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, no, we gotta, and, and today's a little sensitive, so we got to be careful today. Yeah, well, right. But, I mean, because, I mean, there's there, we're quick, we humans, we're quick to rush to judgment. I'm trying hard not to do that. But, um, and again, Jalen Carter, what he's charged with the reckless driving and the racing, like I would, I mean, obviously, if I'm in a in a interview setting for for NFL team, I'm going to ask about that. But I'm more concerned. Why did you leave the scene of the crime? Right. Like, take me through, and it, and it can't be easy for him because these are his friends that are dead. But but like w- mentally, what were you thinking? Because you know. Th- the stuff you're talking about, like the racing and the reckless driving, I don't see that as a character issue. I don't either. Leaving the scene of a crime, of crime is, is right. I mean, we've all been in. Well, maybe somebody lucky hasn't never been in a wreck. Mm-hmm. We've been in a wreck. We've we've we've, you know, had those issues. We've been pulled over for speeding or whatever. Yes. You don't leave the scene of a crime. My dad taught me that. I mean, when you're 16, 17 years old, if you if somebody hits you or you hit somebody else, what do you do? You stay, stay there, there. You swap insurance. You do everything. Yeah. Look, I had a. I when I was first driving, I was backing out of the driveway, and the people behind us, their car was sitting in kind of their ditch, across the street, and I bumped their car, and I didn't realize I had bumped it. I went to school. My dad came pick me up. It's like you never leave. Oh wow! Right. Yeah. And I didn't know I had, you know, done it. Yeah. And you don't leave. Don't leave. We're out of time. Thanks for listening. As always. We'll do it again tomorrow. Y'all have a good one.